Why are we spending this money on Ukraine when we could literally have Canada? So you want to send troops to Canada and totally take over? Yeah, that also, that's what I was discussing with Kanye because he liked the idea. Welcome to the Digital Social Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Kelly. I'm here with my co-host, Wayne Lewis. What up, what up? And our guest today, Jackson Hinkle. Jackson Hinkle, the man, the myth, the legend. Thank you for having me on. What's up, man? How you feeling? Good, good. In Las Vegas, away from California. Couldn't be better. You know, if I ain't know any better, I think you were just like a politician. Mm. Like, That's because of his dress? Or? Yeah, he's blue. blue. Blue, yeah. Dripped out, man. Yeah, he's dressed in blue. Most Would you label people. yourself as a politician? Yeah. If I was a poli like if I was a, a political commentator. You a know? political commentator. I got a YouTube show. Mm -hmm. I debate people a lot. I follow the news. Right. And I give my opinions on what's happening in the world. Now, do you debate people because they're wrong? Or do you debate people because it's just a different point of view? Your point of view or, you know, are you correcting most of the time? Or are you just kind of just stirring the pot? Most of the time, it's stirring the pot, I think, okay. mm. internet stuff. If I want to have, like, a serious conversation right. with someone, usually there's no need for cameras. Right. Like, if I'm trying to learn something, I'll usually just approach it like an interview. Mm. There's plenty of people I interview, and I learn a lot from them. So, yeah, right. yeah I think uh, if I'm approaching it like a debate, I already have it yeah. set in my mind that yeah. the person's wrong. I feel that. So, you're, you're going into to a debate, and your opinion can't be changed, basically. Can be changed, but I, I, I've never lost a debate. So, Ooh. you know, it's, uh, I think I'm 10 and 0. I've wow. never lost a debate. I've never had my opinion change in one of those debates. I've, you know, like, uh, my girlfriend's very smart. She changes my opinion. She corrects mm -hmm. me all the time. So there's people who correct me all the time, but, uh, the debates, people like, uh, Destiny, Vosh, these sorts of characters on the internet. You know, they, they literally walk around with blue hair saying that men are women and w women are men and that, like, God is evil and stuff. So people like that, they have no chance of right. changing my mind about anything. And do you feel like you get a lot of, you gain a lot of enemies by simply just being right? And are those people uncomfortable with what the truth is? Mm. Of course. Yeah. Being right is the most evil thing on the planet today. To say the true things in this world is the most evil thing because... Just look at what they're doing on social media. Right. If you say the truth on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube, they'll censor ban. you. Yeah, Shadow ban, all that stuff. Yeah. They'll try right. to get rid of you. you so know? why is the truth so taboo now? Like what? What are we? What are we actually hiding? Like mm. it, you know, like why? Why is the truth? Why do they not want us to know what the truth is? I thought that's what. Uh, that's that's important, right? I mean, we, we we were taught not to lie. We're taught not to lie, yeah. but. Look at how effective lying is. With lying mm -hmm. to the to the American populace and to mm -hmm. most of the populations in Western countries, right. you've now turned uh, you've turned these countries of strong men. You you guys ever hear the saying that strong men make good times, good times make weak men, weak men make tough times, and tough times make strong men. I haven't heard that whole spiel, but I've heard bits and pieces of it mm -hmm. for yeah. sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. I've heard that. So is that what's going on with Andrew Tate too, in a way? Yeah, I think we're in tough times and we're we're on the verge of coming out of tough times mm -hmm. in the West. And uh, I think it's creating some pretty strong men. Andrew Tate is one of them, of course. Uh, but there's others. There's others. There's mm -hmm. there's quite a few. Let's hear names. 
I think the most courageous people on the face of the planet today are, uh, well, Andrew Tate, of course. So I, Andrew Tate would be number one. So this is like the hip hop list. Like, who's yeah. your top five? Who's your top five toughest people right now? Yeah. yeah. Top, top five toughest people right now on the <laughs> right. face of the planet. Right. Uh, in no particular order. Right. Andrew Tate. Okay. Vladimir Putin. Okay. Donald Trump. Okay. Kim Jong Un. Okay. And uh, who's your fifth? Me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So nice why list. Andrew Tate at number one? Well, you said no list, but why? <laughs> He's he, the first that came to mind. Yeah. Why? Why, why was uh, he technically number one from a psychological standpoint? He's the most famous man on the face of the planet. I mean. Right. And and he's so committed. Right when so right when Andrew and Tristan got out of uh, you know prison, they were put in the Romanian yeah. prison. And the day this happened, everyone on the internet, we were all in the Twitter spaces, tens of thousands of people mm -hmm. tuning into these Twitter spaces. And I was like, look, guys, there's no evidence, there's no proof. And let's not forget what they did to Julian Assange. You guys know Julian Assange, the WikiLeaks yeah. publisher. Yeah. When they first tried to go after Julian Assange and extradite him to the United States, yeah. they drew up bogus rape charges against him. And then they tried it's like to like the number one thing they did. Yeah. It's easy. They tried to extradite him to Sweden. Yeah. Lo and behold, like two years later, after trying to do that, uh, the United Nations came out and said that there was no evidence of any sort of like rape uh, that Julian Assange had committed. And I was like, this really smells like the same thing. Mark Twain said that history doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. And there was a lot of rhyming going on with the Andrew Tate case. And then as soon as they get out, you know, they're in prison for what, like five months or something? Almost as soon as they yeah. get out, the first thing he says to me is he's like, he's like, you know, thanks for, uh, you know, the support, but we got a lot of work to do. Let's keep focused. Do you now, do you believe that with, you know, you being one of those toughest people, do you ever fear that you might be killed one day or assassinated or poisoned or imprisoned for the wrong thing mm. or, you know, maybe wrapped up in some kind of scandal that you may not be able to get away from? I do you fear that like is that a fear of yours it, it's something that could happen whether or not I fear I don't really fear it because I already know what's happening I've been banned from PayPal Venmo Twitch YouTube uh I've been the Ukrainian government put me on a kill list called Miro Tverets wow. they've killed dozens of people from that list what? kids adults you serious yeah they just killed a 28 year old woman who was the daughter of a popular journalist in Russia wow and, uh, you know, they put me on that list about six months ago. And uh, maybe it wasn't even that long ago, like four months ago. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty frightening when I got wow. put on that list. Yeah. How did, how did yeah. you find out you were put on the list? It's a public list. Uh, a public list. Wow, okay. So they announce who they're going to kill? Yeah. So Ukraine has this website where it's called Mirrored Frets. And what they do is they post your picture uh, and they post the alleged crime against Ukraine that you committed. Mm -hmm. And it's a kill list. And if they kill you, they put... Um, Oh, they put uh, something like killed over your picture in a big red, like, uh, like. And they're really dead. Those people are really dead. Yeah. Yeah. They killed uh, Daria wow. Dugina in a car bombing. They killed uh, Tatarsky in a bombing in a cafe a couple weeks ago in St. Petersburg. Wow. So, uh, so do you feel like yeah. Andrew Tate might be next? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Fuck. he said it himself, right? He said that first they're going to try to cancel me. Then they're going to try to imprison me and then they're going to try to kill me. What's he posting? He's he's posting this thing about how he's been poisoned. Yeah, he was swollen. He was swollen. swollen. I mean, I don't know what that is. There's a lot of things that could uh, make you have adverse health impacts these days. But um, it's questionable. It's questionable. You wow. wonder, uh, you know, who's cooking his food, who's serving him drinks. Yeah, right. that's wild. Be careful. What are your thoughts on cancel culture? Do you believe in free speech? 
I 100% believe in free speech. I'm a free speech absolutist. My ancestors sailed over here on the Mayflower. They fought in the American Revolution. They fought in the Civil War on the right side. And, uh, you know, they it's like so much blood of our ancestors has been shed mm -hmm. and spilled to try and protect what our founding fathers set forward in this country, which is different than any other country on the face of the planet. Cancel culture is just an effort to silence the truth tellers. It's, it's an effort to... Uh, further propagate the notion that God is evil, that men are women, that politicians should be rich, that you should hate your ancestors, that food is okay to be poisonous, it, all this stuff, you know, that medicine yeah. can hurt you. It's very troubling what we're seeing happening right now, but it wouldn't be as successful. These, these, whatever the elite are doing yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. it would not be as successful if it were not for the success of cancel culture. Mm -hmm. Now, you said you watch the news. I'm curious where you watch the news because a lot of news is bullshit. is skeptical, yeah, you know. Yeah. Where are you getting your news? Well, I was getting a lot of my news from Tucker Carlson. <laughs> I mean, he. Uh, there's a lot of things I do. Are y'all beefing? Am I beefing with Tucker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I love Tucker. So I love Tucker. Okay, okay. He had me on his show and I helped write a number of his uh, nightly monologues okay. and stuff. But So the stuff that they say online is like, y'all not, they try to... No, no, yeah, they uh, everyone's trying to, you know, yeah, pin pin you guys against one another. Mm. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. There's only a certain number of like popular mm. truth tellers, and they always want to pin you against yeah. each other and stuff. But um, divide and conquer. But Tucker, you know, Tucker, he got fired, and that's I, very I like Tucker. Yeah. But I, I don't think Tucker. I, I think him getting fired probably was the best thing for him because mm -hmm. I think he's he's gonna explode now. I think he's gonna be way bigger because now the walls, there's no walls. He well, really... he's going to get shadow banded too on top of that. Oh, yes. Oh, so they're going to shut him up for sure. They're going to try to. Uh, well, think about this. On Fox News, Tucker Carlson was the number one uh, news host on all of the media. And he was averaging three to four million views a night on his Fox News show on cable. Got about two million views in addition to that from Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube when he'd upload his videos there. He leaves Fox News. They fired him. And he goes and uploads a video to Twitter. That video that he uploaded on twitter within 24 hours got 70 million views exactly wow. so he's i think him being fired was probably the best thing for him now but i get what you're saying too they're going to try yeah. to counsel him but i think there's places that he can go that he'll be okay that's he'll, true he'll twitter still, he'll be good with elon there twitter, mm -hmm. twitter he'll be he'll he'll be definitely good there what do you so think? who are some people you are beefing with like <laughs> who, who are some of your some of your like rivals like and why the main ones yeah and why uh i beef with a lot of people i beef with uh, the ukrainian government of course i beef with um that destiny Destiny's a big guy he's a big you know political youtube guy that mm -hmm. i beef a lot with he runs around with the blue hair you know destiny is so interesting people sometimes have said to me jackson are you afraid to debate this destiny guy because he's a big political guy on mm -hmm. youtube and he's been doing this for years he's very smart mm -hmm. and it's like no i'm not afraid to debate destiny because i'm a retard you know, and like America's <laughs> retarded and that's why we got Trump elected. Right. And, you know, they always say, Destiny always says, oh, America's so stupid, whatever. No. Well, maybe America's stupid, but that's why we win. And Destiny runs around and he lets his wife f other men. And he's mm. open about this. He's a cock. Oh, he's a swinger? Well, I, no, I don't think he... a swinger can swing both ways. That's a man and woman. Oh, okay. It's one side. He said he's, he, he let his wife he, fuck He was men. like, these people were pressing him about it on his stream. And he's like... Yeah. You know what? Well, I know that at the end of the day, whoever my wife goes to hang out with, she's going to be coming back home to me at night and she loves me. And I was like, Damn. how is this 
we've we literally built our own country in the face of british imperialism and now we have blue-haired men who are letting their wife go get fucked by like random dudes across the street what is happening mm. so you're a monogamous guy you wouldn't try any of course any weird of stuff course, i mean no. you're with miss russia right i'm dating miss universe russia beautiful That's, woman how did that happen yeah. uh I slid in her DMs. They nice. said Putin hooked you up with her. <laughs> I wish that was the case. I nah, love I Putin. But uh, I've never met Putin. I'd love to meet Putin. I sent him a letter at the start of the war. You, I don't you, know if he got it. You met Yato, right? Uh, I FaceTimed him. Oh, you FaceTimed him. Wow. Yeah. How did that happen? Uh, you, there, so there's a, you know, he was running for president. Uh, a lot of people know that. And um, his campaign didn't go very far. I think he, he kind of nipped that in the bud. But... Mm. He, uh, the, you know, some friends of mine were leading his campaign and involved with the campaign. And something I'm really passionate about, like our, our founding fathers in the United States believe that you guys know what Manifest Destiny is, like Westward Expansion. All that uh, stuff. I, haven't, I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't heard it, I haven't heard uh, it before. At, when we had like the colonies in the United States, mm -hmm. or it wasn't the United States, we had British colonies. The the Brits didn't want us to expand past like uh, Eastern mountains into Western America and develop Western America and tap into all those vital resources because they were fearful that those colonies would break off and mm -hmm. form a country, a nation state. But the founding fathers all wanted to not only extend all the way to California, they wanted to take it all the way to Mexico, invade or in, uh, invade Canada and liberate Canada and bring that into the United States. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that we should do it. I think that we should invade Canada. Why are we spending this money on Ukraine when we could literally have Canada? You know, we've spent $200 billion on Ukraine. For what? For what? Did most of it's being siphoned off into like black markets and offshore accounts and Zelensky's buying these mansions in Italy and Miami, Lake Como, wherever. What if we just took Canada? It's a nice country. They have a lot of oil. And um, it would just basically achieve the American dream. So you want to send troops to Canada and totally take over? Yeah, yeah, I think. Well, that... we, do you think we have to fight Canada, or they probably just be like, "Here, you guys can have it." Well, it was, but long story short, uh, that also okay. that's what I was discussing with Kanye because he liked the idea. He wow. liked the idea mm -hmm. of invading. I never even Canada. thought about invading Canada because we more so like cater to them. They're like, you know, our our, our friend. We don't really mess with them. Well, mm -hmm. there, there's like two factors to it because right now there's that trudeau government in canada yeah, yeah for sure and it's so sad to see what's happening there you know censorship is bad in america but in canada it's terrible if you say the wrong thing you could literally be fined or imprisoned wow and i'm not making that up but it's very real mm -hmm. and in addition to that you also have uh the age-old fight between britain and the u.s britain financed canada in the war of 1812 when they burned down the white house mm -hmm. So Canada has been used as a proxy by the British Empire against the U.S. for years. Mm. And it seems like we're friends with the Brits right now, but a lot of top American political elites mm. are not. Like Trump hates Britain mm. and the city of London. So wow. I think that it would be just to avoid any further wars in the future. We should just go in and take it. Interesting. So, Jackson, what, what is it that you're trying to gain? Like what, what's, your, what's, your, what's your motive? What's your MO in, in doing all this? Do you want to you know be a name in history or leave a legacy or do you want to be the guy that uh that gets killed trying to save us <laughs> that but that's just the thing if you try to be the one guy rather than yeah. craft a movement a popular movement that yeah. actually responds to the needs of people mm -hmm. you will end up dead you know you mm -hmm. will 100 percent. you need to have and you're okay with you. that no i don't want that i don't want, <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> but uh 
that's the thing. It's like yeah. it's it's about educating people and trying mm -hmm. to break through these social media walls and these mm -hmm. censorship walls to try and get the truth out there. Yeah. You consider yourself a communist. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, what are your thoughts on China issuing social scores to everyone? And I, what's going to happen with this brick shit? Yeah, both good questions. The social credit store uh, score stuff is mostly bullshit. It's uh, it's no worse than what we have in America with our own credit, you know, credit cards yeah. and having social media basically fall around. And you, I would personally say, you know, the like liberal media hypes up like Vice News. They hype up the whole social credit score thing in China, but it's really not um, developed, I guess, if it's ever going to be anything. But in the United States, we have cancel culture. Mm -hmm. We have cancel culture, you have... which is worse than that, yes. right? Almost, that's because that's kind of a, a score that they're that, that they're keeping. They're uh, keeping a score, and on they you. control it. You mm -hmm. have all the people in uh, these talent agencies, media representative mm -hmm. agencies like CAA, who are leading the fight for the Me Too movement and saying we need to protect women. Meanwhile, they're selling all of their women clients to Harvey Weinstein, mm -hmm. knowing full well what Harvey Weinstein is doing, and they're championing Me Too movement while they're letting Harvey Weinstein, you know. <laughs> and young women Wait, that they represent this, harvey weinstein was the show right but this is before this oh, was before. this was exposed about the media well, they say movement. he's not even dead so who knows uh harvey Har harvey weinstein is a lot uh, jeffrey epstein is the guy who's dead. oh jeffrey epstein yeah okay, okay, okay. yes Je lots of news they, came they, out why about do they names sound so much alike harvey weinstein <laughs> yeah that epstein stuff was crazy bro. it's both of them are crazy to me yeah 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 <laughs> it, it was revealed just this week that uh Jeffrey Epstein, Wall Street Journal reported this week that Jeffrey Epstein had uh, meetings with the head of the CIA, uh, with a number of White House officials. We know Bill Clinton, but White House officials under the Barack Obama mm -hmm. administration, Noam Chomsky, who's mm -hmm. a very popular American linguist and political dissident. Um, that stuff goes deep. Wow. He surrounded himself with a lot of people. I think it was- And they uh, all basically knew? No, no, no. I, uh, I think a lot of people knew. John McCain's wife was speaking at an event two mm -hmm. weeks ago, and she said, um, or I guess John McCain's widow, John McCain's widow was speaking at an mm -hmm. event two weeks ago, and she said, we all knew what was going on with Jeffrey Epstein, mm -hmm. but, you know, we didn't have any way to bring him to justice. It's like, if you guys knew, and the Reddit CEO, former Reddit CEO admitted this as well, this Asian lady, she said that we all knew. If you all knew, why didn't you say anything? Yeah, I think knowing is being involved. Goes deep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you speak out on that, you're... You know, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Sure. Who do you think is going to win presidency in 2024? Trump 100% is going to win the presidency. Mm -hmm. Even if he's running from prison, he's still going to win. The one thing I think that could make Trump's odds a lot better and potentially his administration much more interesting is if he runs on a joint ticket with lifelong Democrat Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Mm. Yeah, I think that'd be great. And Trump's right-hand man... Was a very famed political strategist in the U.S., Roger Stone. Mm. He actually proposed that idea. Interesting. And uh, I think it would be beautiful. They align on a lot of issues, not all issues. But um, I think we've learned to actually yeah. appreciate Trump now, mm. today. I think everybody does I hated now. Trump at the start. Really? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Well, for starters, I used to be more liberal, but also Trump at the start of his administration, for most of his administration, actually, he just surrounded himself by these like deep state intelligence, military industrial complex goons that were just keeping us in all the wars, mm -hmm. preventing him from pardoning Assange, 
keeping the JFK CIA assassination files closed and not mm. leaked to the press and stuff. It's like a very bad time. Interesting. You know? I feel that. And why are you f such a fan of Putin? Because I, I bet if you walk the streets and interview people, most would say they're not <laughs> fond of him. Yeah, why why do you like him so much? Uh, oddly enough, I, I have done street interviews, and uh, I did it in Dallas, and I was asking people the question, would you rather have Biden or Putin as your president? And, uh, you know, as an American... I hate Biden, but I'd probably rather have Biden because he's an American. I don't want someone from a foreign country leading us. But, um, you know, Putin is the reason I like Putin so much is because he is single handedly reshaping the world and how, you know, geopolitics operate. Yeah. He has taken uh, from the start of his presidency. Everyone thought he was a weak man. Everyone thought he was just going to basically get oh, so in. They get thought out. the same thing about him that we think about uh, Biden. Uh, yeah, yeah, but he was put in, uh, he was basically appointed in Russia mm -hmm. at a very, very, uh, calamitous time for the country. Uh, you had the Chechen wars going on, uh, the economic situation in mm -hmm. Russia was very poor, but, um, he was, he was appointed president essentially. He became president and not so long after Putin became president, he engaged and began to structure his multi-decade-long plan to basically mm. replace the dollar's global supremacy, to challenge U.S. military superiority, mm. and to build a new multipolar world with countries like China and BRICS nations. And right. now we're seeing that unfold. It's it's beautiful. Was was the Brittany Griner thing uh, his way of getting his guy back? And do you think we should have gave up a warlord for Brittany Griner? Mm. um well yeah that was a bad trade that was a bad trade <laughs> that was a bad trade they said it was the first trade wnba trade anyone ever cared cared about but wow it was a bad trade it was a bad trade but so do you think she should have i mean but her staying in jail for nine years for a vape pen is kind of ridiculous uh, you go to another country you got to play by their rules you know the lots of eastern nations they play very very uh, conservatively about drugs, yeah. sex, all that stuff, you know? Yeah. And what, what do you think um, our thing is now when it comes to, like, what's going on with the fentanyl? And, like, like is that... Are they putting that stuff here? With the what? With oh, fentanyl? Yeah, with, with fentanyl. Like, why is... What's what's going on with that? Now, I don't know too much about that. But mm -hmm. all, I, all I will say about that, I, I don't speak on things I don't know anything about, okay. and I don't know a whole lot about that. But what I will say about fentanyl and the opioid crisis is like why is it that everyone's so consumed with putting people like andrew tate in prison and julian assange in prison when you know how how, how is it like one in five one in four deaths in america i don't know if it's that it's probably around that are from opioid deaths mm -hmm. but the people that are prescribing opioid left and right that are making these drugs they're all free and they're billionaires and they're on their yachts and they're completely fine no one's talking about putting them in prison but Andrew Tate and Julian Assange, Jail. they got to stay in prison. Yeah. You know? Do you believe in any government conspiracy theories? Of course. Which ones? Uh, I think I think the biggest one I believe in is it is almost a certainty at this point that the CIA assassinated not just John F. Kennedy, but also Martin Luther King mm -hmm. and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I've seen, seen a video of the John F. Kennedy. I don't know if it's real, but the guy in the front actually shot him yeah what from the, the front of the car yeah, it was he was in the car with him really oh, i haven't seen that yeah so there's a video of the guy turning around actually shooting him no way 
Right. So it looks like an assassination on a normal video, but a guy slowed it down and apparently it was a guy that was actually in the car with him. Wait, so the driver shot him? The person, he turned around and did it. Yeah. Whoa. It's a video out there. I don't know how real it is or so. I'll, but... I'll buy anything at this point. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you know, the, the, the official story is that a bullet entered from behind him and then came out and then went back in from the opposite direction up all the way through his yeah. neck and then out the other side again. That's what they taught in school, yeah. Yeah, it's the magic bullet theory. And then and then Robert F. Kennedy Jr., they say Sirhan Sirhan mm -hmm. killed him. But Sirhan Sirhan's gun uh, didn't have enough spaces for the bullets that were actually fired into Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s body. Mm -hmm. And the bullets came from the opposite direction. Yeah, even with Malcolm X, they said Malcolm X... The people that supposedly I shot him from the bottom have blanks. All the bullets mm. came from up top. Wow. Yeah. That's scary, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what to believe, man. <laughs> yeah. What do you yeah. think about Trump getting arrested? Uh, I, I, I think it's cool. You think it's cool? Yeah, I think it's cool. I, I it, it was dope actually seeing, you know, with a free Trump shirt on. Trump is actually a marketing genius, bro. Mm. He's so like... He pivots very well on mm -hmm. everything. Like he doesn't flinch at all. I actually like Trump because he's real. Mm. He's very authentic. I like his policies too and his beliefs and what he stands on. But is he a truth teller? Is Trump a truth teller? And that's why they need him away. Yeah. Cause think about it, bro. He had to create his own platform to have a voice. He was he's banned from the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Trump's IP cannot, like, he's banned from the internet. Yeah, and it's not just being a truth teller. You also have to have the intellect and the knowledge base yeah. to be able to communicate the truth. And Trump doesn't have that necessarily because, I mean, he's a businessman. He's not consumed right. by politics. He's not yeah. consumed by all this stuff. He never has been. I mean, he, he's a reality show, celebrity, mm. businessman, very successful. But he's surrounding himself more and more by people who do have that knowledge base. And yeah. that is extremely frightening to people like Hillary Clinton, mm. John Podesta, you know, all these people. It right. So, you, so you wouldn't consider him a true uh, truth teller? I think he is. I think he is. He but is. I think that, uh, you know, he's he the the reason why he's dangerous is because he's surrounded people oh, who actually a, have the knowledge he's base. He's surrounded by the truth teller. Yeah. We'll wrap it up on this. I, I'm curious. You mentioned you've been talking to Tate. Can you mention what you guys were talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, we just talk about the state of uh, the state of our country and where it needs to go. Uh, broadly speaking, he's not able to do any media stuff right now because he's still on house arrest. But look, I mean, like, it, it's just really crazy to me that people like the reason why people like Tate are so vilified is because if you ask a hundred guys, a hundred straight men in the country today, like, would you suck a dick for a million dollars? 99 <laughs> of those hundred men are gonna say, yeah, I'll suck a dick. Okay, well, that's a problem if you're all straight. <laughs> it's, right? Yeah, that's It's disgusting. a problem. <laughs> yeah. But like, that, that's a problem with society. If you'll suck a dick for a million dollars, but you say you're straight, you're not straight, you're gay. And that's, that's where our society's at. Mm. Where are the warriors? They're not here anymore. Mm. Well, wow, it's a powerful closing message right there. Yeah, it's powerful. Where can people find you, man? Because you're banned. <laughs> Where can people find you? I'm, you're I'm, banned. I, I am banned. I am back com. on YouTube. I'm back yeah. on YouTube, but uh, permanently demonetized there. But I'm YouTube, uh, The Dive with Jackson Hinkle, Rumble, same thing. And then Twitter. Twitter's where it gets very fun. Jackson Hinkle on Twitter. There we go. Wayne? You can follow me on Instagram at the creator. 
Sean Kelly here, Digital Social Hour. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. <laughs>